0: Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV. Lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenny britton and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenny britton and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris.
1: Welcome morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV.
0: Chris and Bill Tenny britton here. Today and today, we're talking about how to de-haunt your church okay haunt really. your church we're talking about how to stop your visitors, your first time visitors from ghosting you
1: now, go ahead, go on I no, I'm gonna jump in here <laughs> hey. because the first time I heard about ghosting was with dating and whatnot. Yeah. I had no idea what that means or meant, and so now possibly you don't either, so ghosting I'll bet you do ghosting means <laughs> they disappear. You know, I don't understand ghosting. I think about ghosting, I think about people like ghosts staying around. But anyways, it does mean that they've, they've left. They're wearing never. white costumes with big no, glasses. Yeah, off. it's Halloween. Right. No, no, no. So they, they come, they go, you never see them again. Would yep. that be accurate? That's, that's accurate. <laughs> okay, you know, that's and, what we're talking about today. And the reality
0: <laughs> is, in the in, in United States, probably Canada is pretty close to this as well, but in the, in, in the U.S. for sure, because the study was done in the U.S., that Uh, approximately nationwide only 15 percent of first-time visitors return to a church a second time. 15 percent. Now there's there's other news to go with that. That's of the church across the United States. Now if you take that and you divide it up and say, how about the mainline church, the United Methodists, the Presbyterians, uh, the Lutherans, Episcopalians, etc.? you know, what about them? It drops to 11%. And from a study that the effective church group did, that uh, if the church is in decline or on a plateau, that number is a paltry 6%. That means 94% of every first time visitor more than 9 out of 10, if they visit your church, they're going, yeah, no, we're gone, we're done, we're ghosted. not coming back, you're ghosting. Okay, so exactly.
1: here's what, I you just tossed out a lot of statistics, of right? Of course, so, yes. Right, lots of numbers you that's may be, I oh, that's, not, that's statistics. So here's my question to you, how many visitors have you had in the last three months? Let's see, wait a minute, is that post-Easter? Easter was what, April, May, June, July, Yeah. In the last three months, how many visitors have you had and how many of them have returned?
0: Those are two critical, important numbers. You should be tracking on a week-to-week basis Yeah. how many first-time visitors. And really, when, when I talk about looking at this, it, it's, it's not individual visitors because you can have one family come and have five visitors. Woo-hoo! Uh, I track households if I can. Yeah. You can't always. You can't always tell. Right. But I try to track households. How many first-time households visited your church this month, last month and the month before I like it. And I I always do annual numbers as well. Oh yeah, you have to. And then how many first time visitors return? And that one needs to be done over an annual because they don't always come back the next, the very next week. Sometimes they come back two or three weeks later or whatever. And, And here's how you can really tell is what is your membership count minus those who have died or left, but you know, Is it going up because your visitors are coming, returning and becoming a member of your church? Or not so much. Critical numbers to know, because if you don't know those numbers, you don't know how you're succeeding or where you need to do some work which right, is what we're going to beefing talk about up, that, right? right i
1: mean that, that we're not saying oh you're a failure or oh, this is horrible we're no. just saying please beef it up right, right. this yeah. is too important and to it lose is, it. it
0: it is horrible if it it's right. down but that's horrible because we want the church to succeed right. we want your church to be growing reaching people making disciples of Jesus Christ Doing more baptisms,
1: effective, sustainable,
0: effective, sustainable, effective and faithful, and,
1: sustain- and faithful. Right. Yeah, you always add faithful. Yep. That's good. Faithful All to right. the great,
0: commas- great commission, great commission, and the great commandments. Right. So there okay. We
1: are. Okay. So we're we don't want to rest. You've got the statistics. You, you know, you know what your church is doing, or we you hope. can yeah, right. We should, well, yeah. I mean, it's probably not too difficult to figure it out, unless you're no. in a church of probably over a 100, 150. I mean, I think. Then, if you're not tracking numbers, it may be a little more difficult. But I, we had a pastor just yesterday who said, "Well, we had this many visitors about, and how many came back? Well, maybe about that." And then it was like, "Well, if I know that, not enough, right? right. I mean, there's there's a problem." Okay, so we want to give you some uh, some ideas that to to turn that around for you
0: to stop your visitors from ghosting, ghosting getting you. them okay. to
1: come back. Right.
0: So, so we got we have three primary things we want to talk about okay and number one is you know what the number one reason why first-time visitors do not return bad hospitality yeah a hospitality faux pas that just you know someone says true story that someone said (laughs) that a a visitor came i mean it was a small town the, the the greeter knew the visitor and said what are you doing here yeah, I'd come back there. Woo! Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: not right. No, before you say, hey, we've got great hospitality, we have great cookies, there's always coffee, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hospita- That's my last word of the week. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's not just about that greeting or, or that, you know, having yummies and, and whatnot. Those are important. But uh, do you have coffee? Do you have tea? Can you drink in the sanctuary? Uh, you know, is that okay? It doesn't pay to have a coffee a coffee bar or tea tea if you can't you can't take your cup and drink uh, that's uh, that's hospitality bathrooms that's about uh, hospitality
0: uh, go, go ahead, ahead. N- number one conversation piece by visitor we did a, a significant study the net results magazine that we managed did a significant study on this the number one conversation piece when a first-time visitor couple or family visit when they get out to their car the top topic is not your sermon they don't talk about top if if they've used the restroom the top topic is did you see their bathrooms or wow did you see their bathrooms? but i mean
1: standard bathrooms (laughs) they won't say anything but you can either wow them i've not had that experience at all you can either wow them or discuss them and uh i I just don't don't see it but let me say this too you may we didn't study (laughs) oh well
0: we did a real study never
1: mind (laughs) Uh, never mind Okay, moving right along. (laughs) Yes, this is lively, uh, lively conversation. Lively conversation. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, that's you what I know about
0: what we do. it's a, it's a pre-COVID yeah. study, but my guess is the numbers haven't changed. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably not. I, we're not totally lost track. Oh
0: okay, hospitality, hospitality.
1: Oh yeah, now I remember. Right. Okay. All right. Okay, on, all, talk. right, all, right uh, all right. Okay. So uh, we do a lot of secret shopping. We enjoy secret shopping, and and hospitality is a huge a huge part of that. And I may have said this before. Forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I. I preached recently at a at a church and uh, it was a rather large church they should have had greeters and maybe they had them out at one entrance but I came in an entrance that was marked as an entrance came in and nobody was there nobody looks at me I go to the I go to the um excuse me I go to the uh, uh audio booth because that's the AV booth is right there and I said um Hey, I'm not, they didn't even tell me my contact. So I'm, you know, I'm looking and they said, well, I don't know. And I I said, okay. It wasn't even really that friendly. So I saw a guy go by. this is a
0: guest preacher. I'm the guest preacher.
1: (laughs) And then a guy goes by and he's got like a notebook under his hand. And I'm thinking that's the person or he'll know where I can go. So he's up there and and he's up there talking to this woman
0: up up uh, near 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 the the front. front, And
1: he's talking to this woman and I go up there and they see me and I'm standing there and they don't say anything to me whatsoever and I finally after about a minute said excuse me but and he goes I don't know didn't offer to help me find that person or anything else that's hospitality or lack thereof yeah (laughs) and then here's another one I want to toss out there Uh, another one this has been a couple years ago probably and again, yummy yummies, they made sure, knowing who we were, made sure that, you know, we don't sit together when we're doing secret shopping. And so anyways, we, we don't even come in
0: together. We we different, different, doors. Look like we have different doors all whole thing.
1: Whoever's shopping goes around the block and then, you know, comes back separately. Uh, anyways, so... Uh, I was in there. They were really friendly. But there was a woman sitting all by herself, a young woman sitting all by herself up in a chair against the wall. And I can't stand to see people standing by themselves or sitting by themselves uh, in a church. I just I'm always thinking, what kind of message are we giving to them? And so I went and I asked her and she was a guest. Actually, she was a returning guest. And uh, and for life me, I couldn't figure out why she was coming back. It's because she had we were talking about this last night. Um, you know, she had stuff going on in her life, and she was looking for something. She must have been pretty desperate to go back there. And she just sat there. Nobody even no acknowledged one, yep, her. Yep, yeah. And,
0: and, and to be fair, she got someone and connected. Them. I did.
1: I introduced. <laughs> I got her name and and went and introduced someone. All right. To so her.
0: here, here's here's the key. Hospitality is it's, it encompasses everything from the sermon topic to. The, the, the music you pick to the bulletin, the words, the vocabulary in the bulletin, does it say narthex in it? No one knows what a narthex is. It's a lobby. Lose the narthex word. Anyway, that's just one of my bugaboos. That is. Uh, no one talks about narthex outside the church. But in any event, you know everything from greeters to ushers to hosts to coffee to restrooms to uh, worship buddies, mm-hmm. you name it, all of that is key. And if you have great hospitality, then... You actually, you may or may not get the visitor back, but you won't, if you have good hospitality, you won't at least have run the visitor off.
1: Yeah. It
0: doesn't guarantee they'll come back. Good hospitality isn't the primary reason they return, but it is the number one reason why they choose not to return. So, number one is roll out the red carpet make sure your guests are welcome you don't embarrass them confuse them you don't overwhelm them and you don't ignore them those are the platinum rules uh and 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 then you have a shot for number two wait wait I have oh, to say these okay. last two
1: things hospitality actually starts when you drive onto the the parking, the parking lot and if you don't have a parking lot at least be out there greeting even up on the even up on the the uh, corner up. would yep. be working right oh, yeah. okay yep. and and here's my other thought so, if we're ghosting them and we're running them off, does that mean we've done it? Guest exorcism?
0: Oh, Ouch. oh, oh,
1: okay. oh. Okay, so our moving right along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number two, two. The, the, the second thing you can do to help make sure that you're not ghosted by your visitors is uh, well, and in Lifeway, uh, uh, Tom Rainer and his group did a, a study fairly recently that said that the number one reason visitors do return is because of biblical, relevant preaching. The the sermon had something to do with their real life. They were able to relate to it. They were able to understand it. They were able to track with it. Um, And it was valuable enough that says, wow, I need to hear more. That inspired me. And inspired me in a way in which my life is impacted in some way so the number two is to make sure that your sermon and in fact your your whole service is as relevant to your target audience to your hopeful guests as you can possibly be now that doesn't mean preaching something that is alienating your congregation because no. every major issue that a that someone no. from the outside in community has there are people in your congregation have those same issues. People are wrestling with their marriage, with finances, with children, you know, with jobs, with promotions. Questions. You know, yeah, yeah the questions they're wrestling with. They, they all have that. So you know, just because you're targeting a topic on something that you think your visitors or hope that your visitors are wrestling with, that doesn't mean you're neglecting your congregation. And it, and notice the keyword there was biblical. Yeah, relevant. thank you. Okay, it, it's not just... A topical pop right. psychology thing. Right, right, the right. The Bible has the answers. Jesus has the answers. It's there. You may just have to do some extra work to find it. Yeah,
1: well, a lot of our preaching comes from we sit down, we've got scripture, we've got other people's ideas about how we can apply that, right? We've done all our background, and now we're going to be Okay, what's my message out of this? what's the message rather than having conversation with the people that means you got to be out of your office and talking to a wide variety of people and what am I listening um if you're in a larger town or uh, city with a mall, go sit in the mall in the cafe uh, in in the uh, what's it called food court and and listen to the over conversations here. yeah over you here. Know, yeah listen to what's going on those are. Those are the kind of relevant messages that you'd be giving. Now, I have to pop in here with this one. Okay, well, and that, that is, are we keep talking. <laughs> yeah, we are, probably, but maybe not. Uh, we talk about uh, um, avatars, having targets, you know, who is it you're trying to reach. That's, you know, a whole other topic, except that when you're reaching, uh, if how to, how to keep from ghosting them, is that being everything, ghosted. being ghosted, oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not ghosting them, they're, they're well, ghosting they, they us. They come to the church, the church is totally empty because you've decided to do a work day on Sunday and they showed up and the church is gone. Oh, wait a minute, not good hospitality. Sorry, that uh, little, just a rabbit trail and one of my another one of my bugs. Mine too.
1: Okay, uh, but we're not going right. Anyway, there right yeah, now, if, right? If they're ghosting okay, us. <laughs> if, you have, if you have a target, of the kind of people that you're trying to reach, if, if you have now geared, everything around your target right then you're going to be reaching your people if your message your you know even your building if you're trying to reach young families you want to have nursery nursery uh, a
0: good great nursery in place Nursery near the sanctuary not in another building or on another level Uh,
1: okay so that's hospitality and i don't really want to go there right right, right. right? but you're talking about the building yeah, yeah but i do want to say to you that you, If you know your target, and that is so dad-blasted key, we go out, we might be listening, we're talking to people maybe, we're trying to write relevant uh, sermons and whatnot, but if everything, the music, blah, 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 is all there around your target, you're going to hit your target, and your target's going to come back.
0: There's the key, and, and that, there's the real key. Uh, we we had a conversation yeah. just yesterday with a pastor yeah. who w- we were talking about this very topic, talking about... About targeting and your avatar and he said we're so small we our, our target audience is anyone who's breathing well that's great now let me just parse that out for you that right now they're a very small congregation and they're doing very traditional worship so who are they targeting they're targeting people who love classical worship who love classical hymnology who love a classical liturgy and who are probably enjoying a um, enjoying a, uh, an expository kind of sermon. All of those are wonderful things. Now, here comes Bob and Barbara. Bob and Barbara have two children. Uh, they are in their uh, young 30s. Str- their marriage and family is really struggling, and they decide they've got to go to church. Now, they've, they've only been to church once or twice their whole lives. It was their grandmother's church. They don't remember much about it. They they know that you know that there was some God stuff there and they're really hoping that God will so they show up at this person's church and the foreign the music is foreign, the language is foreign, the sermon is not relevant to them and their issues. Um and and uh and I don't remember what the other thing, but I mean it's like no matter how friendly your your folks are, no matter how good your hospitality, they're not coming back because they're looking for answers in their lives they're looking for inspiration they're looking for someone who's talking in a language they can understand right. and they're they'll go find some other church because you're targeting well-churched oh no we're targeting everyone no everyone's welcome right i agree with that and right. your hospitality says that right but that's the difference between welcome and targeting right the targeting says we are going to line up our our uh, uh, shots if you will uh, at parts of the worship that that so they can resonate, so they hear it, so they can hear the gospel and they can hear hope. But they're not going to hear hope in a sermon they don't understand, using language they don't understand, um, with a, with, I mean, you know, you get it. Yeah, you get
1: it. Yeah, well, okay. I know I'm veering now, okay, down the rabbit hole. But I, I want to add this about worship, okay? That I, uh, Carol McCauley, just an incredible minister, taught me this. She was my music minister uh, in Bellevue Christian Church. Um, this is what she said about worship: when you, you, your opening song needs to be one about God, right? Because not only everybody's ready to dedicate their life or anything, and not everybody make a knows about God. Saying, I love yeah. you, Jesus, and I'm gonna right. follow you forever. Well, right, and and not Maybe everybody not. Yeah. knows about God. So right. what we're gonna to do is proclaim like his goodness we're going to sing about his you know his greatment great uh, greatness Greatness. then if then the next song and if we're doing sets you're you know you're going to build into this that's where we start to say you know I that's where we turn to the I language so right you're talking about you but then now you're saying like
0: I we move from corporate to personal to
1: personal and then at the end we move to commitment and so that commitment is like I don't know, you know, onward Christian soldiers. That kind is of oh, him yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, isn't it? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm doing it. It is that you know we're going, we're going out. You I know, will here's go when my you commitment. Send me yeah, or whatever. I'm I'm going out. I've made this commitment. So you've got this whole totality. So be thinking, thinking about that. Now you know right. what we pick on churches a lot about. You know having families and children's and whatnot and and having a children target you know your target may be older adults your be, target may uh, be people that that are churched you know right. traditionally churched but you live in a transient type of community right like um near a military base that's okay. that's one of those
0: uh, empty are, nesters we know of a church that is that's their target their target right. is empty nesters that's what they say there's no illegitimate targets right it's okay? your target right and, not our time and, and if you're if you're targeting people who have church experience maybe the duns you know that's that's awesome it, just know that that's the target right and spend your time trying to attract connect with those people that's that's all we're saying we're not saying one target's better than another We're right. just saying um so, so having said all that, now what was I going to say? I wanted to say something about the targeting and about the, oh, well, we'll come back to it or I'll, I'll remember, or I won't as a case. Because we have our third point. Oh, I know we what was. No, a... no, no. I On the last piece ahead, about that, could, could we talked about music. Right, right. I, I want to say this, that, that music is a hot topic button. And that when we talk to a church and say, you know, you need to change your music, you know, all hell breaks loose sometimes to be fair. The reality is, is one of the things that Tom Rayner and the Lifeway came uh, said is that, music is a lower lower priority for people. Yeah. That people will tolerate even if they never heard the music at all. So Bob and Barbara and family show up and they don't get the music, but the rest of everything else is targeted at they they hear a sermon, a, a message that is you know possibly life transforming. Maybe they they came to your church because they saw on your sign it said um, marriage matters. Uh, how to bulletproof your marriage, or how to repair broken relationships. So they show up because of that. They'll tolerate. They will. They may even come to enjoy eventually right. that worship style. But what they're there for is to have their problems solved. And everyone has problems they're dying to have solved. And in this, in our case, Bob and Barbara and family, they want to put their family back together. And if you're offering something from the pulpit that is walking them through a biblically solid, this is how to have a great relationship with your family and so on, they are likely to come back because you're helping them. So it, it, when we talk about you know targeting everything, right. to begin with, if you'll just tweak that sermon to target on a regular basis the, 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 your target audience and the issues they're facing or the questions they're having, um, there's a pretty good chance they won't ghost you.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. I was just thinking a conversation I had with a pastor this morning um, about, uh, you know, how do you help people to know it, that Jesus is there? And I said, well, what kind of starts, do you believe it? Right. I uh, mean, and, yeah. and, and not that he doesn't, but, you know, do you believe it? And is this a truth for you? And how are you going to make that real? And that, you know, w- the conversation started with how people turn to other things other than God, right? And so we we have a lot of people that are just trying to escape. They're into escapism. And one of my one of my soapboxes right now are the ads everywhere in Columbia, Missouri, um, for the uh, marijuana stores. Recreational marijuana, marijuana stores. Marijuana. So, yeah, yeah Shangri La is one of them. You know, you can get high and everything is great. So that's an escapism. And but then the other part of that is how can my life be better? And so, how can we do that? Like, oh, through the diet, drugs, Ozempic. Oh, through this. You know, uh, um, if I buy the right car, I can look like Matthew McConaughey and afford that car too. And you know, so we, but so we're there. And I said, okay. So, but really, we live in a fallen world, and we know none of that is going to work. So, what? Let's go back biblically and say what what can work and give them a bigger hope. So you're going to give them coping mechanisms. Like, let me talk to you about how you can cope. But now what, here's where Jesus. Oh, I love
0: that. <laughs> well, you said it. I just, I just put the. There's an
1: article out. in there. Okay, watch out. Uh, okay, all right, okay, so, so anyways, hey, we, we got to hit this gotta, next yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, okay, so we talked okay. about no
0: hospitality. Right. Now that won't, that won't um, bring the visitors back, but it'll at least perhaps stop them from ghosting you if you Even, have good hospitality. Yeah. Number two is relevance, and especially relevant sermon, but relevance overall. Um, and, and I wanna say one thing, just add one thing to that, and that that is when they show up, they're also looking for a relationship. Yeah. They're looking not just for a friendly church. No one woke up on Sunday, oh, if I could just find a friendly church, I'd go to church. No one, no one on this planet said that. But But when they show up, they're looking for someone who cares and cares enough to maybe have a conversation with them on right. Thursday afternoon pick up the phone and say hey you want to do coffee you know and so they're they're looking for a friend they're looking for a relation they're looking for a connection with someone who's beyond them spiritually who who can you know maybe care enough to be with them hear them and offer hope
1: which brings us to our last point there we are which is follow-up oh my gosh i thought you know when you teach on something for a long time you just figure that everybody's got it and then there it was talking with a pastor last week and i said so how did you follow up with that visitor and there was this silence and it was this minister is not watching so it's not you but maybe it is no but it I mean we how often we you know oh you know could you go back let's just talk about what we used to do 30 years ago like take a loaf of bread or or which do is, whatever which is
0: not a great but it's better than but nothing it's better than nothing absolutely and then
1: true. we you know we talked about the possibilities you know she doesn't have the doesn't have the um support yet to do a ministry exactly oh, like pastor. that okay, yeah this you. pastor right, okay, right sorry so you know how are you? Following up, at the very least, send them a letter. Get there that but afternoon. Not the mimeographed,
0: or I mean, sorry, the the mail merged. Not we don't use that anymore. Don't use the the form letter, okay? Right. And and it needs to be handwritten. But I, I handwritten, I, handwritten a card. You know, just a handwritten card saying how. But let me let me just real Go. quick. Uh, we do lots of training on this. We have workbooks on this. We have whole uh the products big you know products that we sell on this but but here here's here's the real key for you okay is that your your follow-up needs a process and the process we know we we know that process if to be most effective needs to take place within a few hours hours after worship pastor your job after worship is a number one taking a guest to lunch that's your number one thing number two is then following up with a a visitor and dropping off a gift um and and again you don't go in you just drop it off with information with your say hey so glad to have you here da 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 monday you send a a a handwritten note tuesday they get added to the news well they're actually actually added on monday to the newsletter list and tuesday it's emailed out assuming you're doing an email newsletter wednesday they get a break Thursday, they get a lengthy email that introduces the church and the staff and blah, blah, blah. Uh, And Friday or Saturday is a text that that invites them to come back to whatever the sermon topic is tomorrow. Wow, that sounds like you're stalking them. You know, it it sounds like you're stalking when you put it all in one sentence. When you talk about over the space of a week, it just sounds like you'd like to have them come back and you hope that they really had an awesome time and they were inspired and there's something... Um, uh, that they want to come back to or can come back to. Right.
1: Okay, now, Pastor, you're not to be the one that does all of that. No. Right? You've got to put together a team, yep. get at least two or three other people because people keep seeing you and seeing, you know, your stuff. going to get kind of old. So that's that connection, wanting to to connect. It also means just block out Sunday afternoon. You don't go and just, you know, count on Sunday morning. You need to block out some time Sunday afternoon Sundays to do follow-up. Follow <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here's something else. I have heard almost every single excuse on the planet about why you can't do follow-up on Sunday afternoon. So I'll say this part first. It um, For a long time we taught and we were taught that the pastor can't be the one who does the initial follow-up. Well, we, Actually, you know, right? initially, when I was trained in evangelism right. and follow-up, the, a lay person was the one who, right. or no, the pastor was the one who did the then follow-up. And then it, and then it shifted right. for years. So if you've been doing ministry for 30 years or so, you may be thinking, or even 20 years, no, it's not the pastor. Well, that swapped, what, maybe 10 years ago or l- so? Longer yeah. That, but yeah, it's that, been a while. Wow. Uh, so, yeah that, that doesn't
0: hold people thing. want to see the ceo they want right. to see the pastor they want to see the head guy or gal in charge right and 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 when they do they're honored they're surprised and because it almost never happens um and so they're honored they're surprised and they they feel like they made a connection with the, the guy or the gal up front and that's huge right okay
1: so don't but don't do that if you don't have the rest in place. I'm sorry, if you don't have the package in place, because then what happens is they connect just to the pastor and the church isn't, isn't ready to do that. And again, I, don't, I, don't, I have, again, heard every excuse in the book. And I can tell you how to get around them. I've done it as a pastor myself. I've coached pastors into that. So if you will tell me your excuse, right, Contact us or just, you know, add on here. I will get you around that. Or who knows? Maybe you'll surprise me and give me a new one to work on. But, oh, yeah. yeah, no excuses.
0: All right. So there's there's three things, <laughs> the three ways or, or tools, if you will, to help stop the ghosting my visitors. Great hospitality. Relevant sermon that solves a problem. So Every Sunday something. solves a problem, folks. They start saying that. Write that down somewhere. Go ahead.
1: And you want them to leave feeling better than when they came in. Yes. Sorry, a lot of us think, well, we need to make them go out thinking. Well, yeah, but they they need to feel good. So figure how it, are you going to make hope. them feel it better? It, hope. That, hope. How no. are they going to leave there and feel better when they leave? That's right. Okay. okay.
0: And then, then third is, uh, well, and of course, the, the sub point of there, which we rabbit trailed, was that everything needs to be relevant as best we can. Right. Targeted, and, 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 relevant. And then, right? and then last, follow up. Now, listen, if you'll do that, if you'll do those three things, I can tell you what your statistics will shift to because we have, right now, we have two churches that have put into place exactly what we said to do and both those churches are getting over an 85% return rate. And one of those churches, 75% of every first time visitor that returns, over 85% of them, join the church. Folks, it's possible. Is it work? Yes, it's work. Is it gonna push your comfort zone? Absolutely. But here's the deal. If you do the if you'll do the work, you'll grow your church. Hey, we are out of time. We are
1: so out of time. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye-bye.